number of years ago, Mr. Lee went into a bakery in Belfast. Mr. Lee worked for an LGBTQ charity and was a gay man himself. He ordered a cake, which had a picture of Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street on it, accompanied by the message, support gay marriage. But the bakery, run by a religious family, refused to print this message on the cake. So was this discrimination? Well, the UK Supreme Court said it wasn't. But why not? You'll find out on this episode of Legally Font. Welcome to Season 3 of Legally Fond, in association with LawSchool.ie. LawSchool.ie is Ireland's leading provider of tuition for the FE1 or King's Inns entrance exams. Each course is delivered live online, with a specific exam focus, and supported by the latest manuals. Shorter pre-recorded workshops are also available. Courses commence in June and November, and you can register anytime at LawSchool.ie. For the duration of this season, we're giving away a free subject course worth €355, which can be used for any FE1 or King's Inns prep course subject with lawschool.ie. For your chance to win that, head to our Instagram. It's legally underscore font. And we're teaming up with Claris Press, who are one of Ireland's leading legal textbook publishers. If you go to their website and use the code LEGALLYFOND, you'll get a 10% discount on any of their books. In May 2014, Gareth Lee, a gay rights activist involved with various LGBT organisations for promoting the rights of that community in Northern Ireland, ordered a cake from Asher's Bakery in Belfast. He asked for the cake to be decorated with an image of Bert and Ernie from the Muppets and the message support gay marriage to mark the International Day Against Homophobia and Transphobia. The proprietors of the bakery, Amy and Daniel MacArthur, refused to produce this particular cake, citing their religious opposition as evangelical Christians to gay marriage. Lee subsequently took this complaint to the Northern Ireland County Court. It upheld his complaint, awarding him £500 in damages from Asher's, a ruling which was subsequently upheld by the Court of Appeal. However, when it reached uh, the Supreme Court on appeal, they reversed these decisions, ruling that Lee was not discriminated against. The couple that ran Asher's, which was a pretty large chain of bakeries, were obviously very religious. In fact, they said that they got the name Asher's from Genesis 49.20, which reads, Bread from Asher shall be rich, and he shall, shall yield royal dainties. And then there's the Burton Ernie <laughs> message on the cake. So supposedly Bert and Ernie were the original gay couple. Now, hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Now, just just to be clear, Amy and Daniel MacArthur were not objecting to the image of Bert and Ernie, but the message and slogan which was attached to that image, which was "Support Gay Marriage." So they had no objection in principle to the Muppets featuring on the cake. More so that these particular Muppets, namely Bert and Ernie, were emblematic of uh, the support for gay marriage. Were you aware that Bert and Ernie were gay icons? I did not know that Bert icons? and Ernie were, uh, like, you know, Harvey Milk of uh, <laughs> the Muppets. <laughs> you know, when somebody's quoting Genesis at you, that it's go- like it's not going to be a good day. So there's all these conspiracy theories on, on YouTube picking out various scenes and interactions between Bert and Ernie, which are conclusive evidence, apparently, of their more than platonic relationship. Well, the Muppets are very progressive, obviously. Like you know, let's let's discuss what happened in this case. There were two things that the court had to desi- consider. Firstly, was Mister Lee being discriminated against on the basis of his sexuality? And secondly, was he be dis- was he being discriminated against on the basis of his political opinions? So the the first discussion was about sex discrimination. It's unlawful to treat anybody 
less favorably than another person on the grounds of, well, on a number of grounds, one of them being sexuality. And that applies to businesses as well. It's illegal for businesses to stop supplying goods to people on the basis of their sexuality as well. So the court had to decide, were the bakery discriminating against him on the basis of his his sexuality? First thoughts. Well, if the cake did not have, if the cake just had the picture of Bert and Ernie on it and didn't have the message supporting gay marriage, one can assume that this bakery would have made the cake. Now, look, as, as well, look, I suppose we should say this was 2014 as well. And that really this... isn't that long ago. Like, no, it, really, it, it wasn't. going to be unreeling in the years. No, soon, but like, it, was, really. it was the same year in which um, Ireland voted to support gay marriage. So 2015, 2015, I think. 2015, yeah. sorry. Um, so, so, even across in, in, in the Republic here, gay marriage was not legal. Um, but it's it's an objection to the message. And, and whilst I, I find the objection in and of itself very objectionable, um, it is the right of people to to have that objection and, and, and take umbrage with particular issues, particularly at the time when this was not a settled matter of law. It was not the case that marriage between... Um, same-sex couples was permitted in law. It wasn't a, an un, it was a disputed matter. It was a politicised issue. It wasn't a matter of irrefutable fact. So it was something on which people had opinions, be they right or wrong, or be they objectionable or non-objectionable or agreeable. But they were very strongly held views, and these may come from a religious perspective, uh, the notion of, of of the family, or or what what exactly is the sanctity of marriage, or or various other uh, various other angles, but. This was not something that was definitive definitive in the eyes of the law as to where this matter stood. I don't know if I'd be that generous. Like, I think that it's, although it wasn't a settled matter of law in the Republic, like, look, it was discrimination. It's just whether it should be illegal to discriminate the way they did and not wanting to write the message. Like, I think... Most people would probably like, well, I don't know, get somebody else to make the cake or like support a business that's progressive and then that's that's not going to, mm. um, like, you know, people support businesses because of uh, how they, what their supply, supply chains are like, um, whether they take good action with regards to the environment. So why would um, social politics be any different? So I guess support a business that, yeah. it, that is going to be... And, and And look, if you look at the flip side of this, if you had, you know, like a... Uh, a publicly uh, pro-gay marriage bakery and you had some, you know, very conservative DUP politician come along and look to have a cake cited. Will you quote Genesis on this? Uh, well, uh, no. What, the, the, what the, kind of is, celebration would this cake be this, for? Well, the, the, the there, was a, there, was a case, yeah. there was a case in the US um, where a number of bakers in Colorado turned down a man's request to decorate a cake with the message that said, homosexuality is a detestable sin, Leviticus 18.22. So this goes, this has a flip side effect in that it means that gay bakers can't be compelled to put actively homophobic slogans on their cakes and they can't be found to then be discriminate, discriminating against people who are actively discriminating against them in their viewpoints. Yeah, I guess it, it, it's the principled line to take. It's just, I'd say, probably unpopular. It's, you know, if you say that to people, I have a feeling they probably wouldn't be too impressed i kind of agree yeah look the court were very clear they said this was to do with the message and not the person 
they didn't not serve Mr. Lee because he was gay. It was just to do with the message that was going to be written on the cake. And when it came down to the evidence, it was shown that they hadn't treated gay people any less favorably than other customers. They were just a bit they, more don't ask, don't tell than uh, kind everybody of, else. Uh, they, they employed gay people as well, uh, but they just didn't want to be associated with pro-gay marriage views. And, you know... They, they might have a legitimate business interest as well that I assume this cake came in a box that had their logo on it and maybe they didn't want their business associated. I feel like taking somebody like this to court and forcing them to, or trying to force them to endorse something, yeah, it is a bad precedent to set, as Pierce said about uh, the cakes in America, that's, you know, oh, well, write this Leviscus quote on the cake for me. It's better not to force somebody to do something realistically. It's just well, it's a... certainly as you said when there are alternative options, alternative places you can get your cake printed messages. Yeah, go cakes. to a better baker. Like yeah. I'm, look, I'm sure the cake tasted fine, but Yeah, so there was no direct discrimination. Question then was is there what's known as associative discrimination? In other words, you, you look at the content of the message and you look at the particular protect, protected characteristic in this case Mr. Lee's sexuality. And you're asking the question, is there such a close association or connection between Mr. Lee being gay and the pro-gay marriage connect, uh, message on the cake? That means that by refusing to print this message on the cake, you are, by virtue of that, indirectly discriminating against gay people. What, well, what, what I, do you think? I would follow the court's line in, in believing that I don't think there was a, a, a case for direct discrimination here, but I think it's it's very hard to adhere to their, their kind of flimsy reasoning that there wasn't um, associated discrimination. They made the point that it is not a case that somebody has to be gay to support gay marriage, that straight, bisexual, um, transgender people support uh, the case for gay marriage, um, regardless of their sexual orientation. However, it is the reality that gay people most likely have the biggest vested interest in supporting gay marriage, they probably have a unique perspective. They definitely have a unique perspective on it and a, 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 a unique interest in that being uh, mm. the law. Does this mean that it would have to be something that only gay people could say? <laughs> or a view that only gay people could have and no straight people could have in order to make what, it a What would be a view that only gay people would have? That, Or perhaps a view that only I, straight I think that's people probably would that have? probably that Eurovision is good, that the songs in Eurovision are good. <laughs> well, it's some sort of connection to ABBA, like... <laughs> well, no no, no gay person in their right mind is going to seek out a cake that says, you know, my favourite song is Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, <laughs> or, or something of that ilk. I love Coldplay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's look at what Lady Hale said um, in her description of discrimination. She, su- she suggests that it amounts to an experience that is deeply humiliating and, and, a, and an affront to human dignity. That is a particularly high threshold bar set for discrimination there by, by Lady Hale, I think, and, and would be, you know, relatively tough to satisfy. And, and particularly when you can have kind of casual casual discrimination and there's a lot of talk about microaggressions in the workplace or or be it, um, be, be it in, in colleges and universities. And, and these can be quite passive-aggressive in nature and, and, and may, on the face of things, um, not appear to be particularly insulting. or, or But that's or, just common sense of, like, you don't have like annoy somebody or slight somebody so you're not going to like now it's you have to be clear it's not discriminatory to just annoy somebody or get at somebody it has but to like be for related a particular to, reason has to be related to prote- protected characteristic their sexuality their race 
their gender, etc. But I feel like there is a... I don't know, like, are we kind of looking at it in the wrong way because if... I don't know, if it was to do with race, would it, would it be different? Is it that, like, you know, the kind of civil rights movement for, like, LGBT people has been more recent, whereas the civil rights for, um, like, African Americans has been, like, I guess, on for longer? So we're not quite, like, as... I guess we tolerated discrimination more, I guess, because they, you know, people will use religion as an excuse to discriminate. We see this, and it's acknowledged in the case, as a political issue, Whereas civil rights for people of different races, we don't see as a political issue. That's completely, it's it's a given. It's fundamental human rights that everybody has basic rights to be able to go to the same schools and to be able to vote. Whereas this was at the time a contentious political issue as to whether it, and, and this wasn't a case about, you know, the message wasn't to do with the existence of gay people. It was to do with gay marriage, which, as I said, was a live political issue, which the bakery owners objected to. Yeah, I said, like the bakery owners are kind of like, it's a bad business decision. Oh, free publicity. Well, it depends who the We're bakery about owners customers. are, are, are yeah. catering to, because, I mean, if it's the you know Democratic Unionist Party, um, they're very much falling in line with their manifesto. If they're quoting Genesis, there. I'd say probably, yeah, they yeah. are Democratic. So, uh, I mean, look, they, they know their audience. So then it came to political discrimination. It was a discriminatory uh, on the grounds of Mr. Lee's political views, because, it, as we said, it's a political issue. And the court considered the European Convention on Human Rights... We may have mentioned this before. This is a document that was drafted in the 1950s and it is not to do with the EU. It's to do with an organisation called the Council of Europe and a group of European countries and other countries are signatories to it. It's okay. We don't know what it means either. But anyway, We don't know exactly what it means. But anyway, it contains a load of fundamental human rights and there's a court, the European Court of Human Rights, that you can go to if you believe your rights have been infringed. What do you think of this idea of compelled free speech? It doesn't it doesn't really sit that well with me to be honest. I think that there's definitely like none of us are ever going to agree. I feel like if you force people to say something that they don't agree with, it is a bit it, like it's a bit insidious. Like whether you agree with the message or not, like it's still you know, you don't want to make somebody agree with you. You don't want to like basically just beat them down until they have to like Yeah, and I, I think look the UK took a kind of classical um liberal approach, um within the school of thought on this matter and have really placed a lot of value on on the notion of the individual conscience and the ability to make a decision as a result of enjoying that that free thinking and, and, and that capacity to dissent. And, and that is a healthy part of democracy. And, you know, while these views may not be agreeable for everybody, it is nonetheless part of the that the values that the society in which we live, we live in guarantees under the Constitution. On that point as well, in the UK, there was a case just a year before Bull and Hall in in 2013, where the Supreme Court upheld the complaint of a gay couple who were refused a double room in a bed and breakfast run by a Christian couple. That obviously very much hinges on the relationship status of these two individuals as uh, a gay couple and that the this the proprietors of this business were refusing that um, point blank on the grounds that they were gay and they were going to be staying in the same room together. Um, I think this uh, this case is probably somewhat distinct from that and obviously the Supreme Court thought as much um, in their judgment. I think there is a fine line but I'm not really sure where it is. I just kind of, My good instinct would be that making somebody write something on a cake is a bit different to like 
supporting gay marriage is a bit different to like telling somebody no you can't sleep here because well look it swings both ways because we're looking at this from what is um, you know we saw the results of the the, uh, marriage equality referendum in Ireland there is overwhelming groundswell support for gay marriage in this country it is an accepted part and tenet of of modern liberal democracies that same sex couples are allowed to get married together but if you take a much more fringe extreme political view that would not have by any means uh, as much traction or as tolerance or you know seen uh, would be seen as being acceptable in polite society and are then compelling let's say gay bakers or or bakers from a minority to print that on cakes or uh, you know take it by analogy and that you have to be producing posters or flags for these organizations with these messages that may be spreading hate and intolerance and violence you get into a very slippery slope indeed. well yeah like you know youtube refuses to host channels of alex jones like it's a private co- i know it's a it's obviously a very different discussion but yeah if somebody wants to put a swastika on a cake clerk do you do it so you know you can't make anybody do it right you shouldn't really make people to be uh do something like that um it's maybe I'm going a bit too kind of speculative here, but like it's a bit of an easy target. They obviously like saying, you know, taking somebody's course over this. Like, I know a lot of things that we re- like that we read in college are very much like this. Definitely could have been sorted out without going to court. Yeah, and there was a lot of criticism afterwards that this was Mr. Lee was put forward. He worked in a an LGBT charity and it was the Northern Ireland's Equality Commission, I believe, which was set up post Good Friday Agreement. Uh, and obviously they're very strong protections against discrimination in Northern Ireland, but it was public funds that paid for this case. They, they funded the litigation. And there's been a lot of criticism over the hundreds and hundreds of thousands that was spent on a case that ultimately, yeah, could have been sorted out without going to court or ultimately... Or even just you bring know, attention to us. Like, bringing it's attention not... to us... I'm sure the story would have gone viral on social media anyway, and there would have been some pushback against the bakers in the situation. But then again, like, n- like none of us know the bakers. Like, they're probably quite reasonable people, and if they don't support it, they don't support it. Like, you don't have to be friends with them. Like, in 2014, there was no same-sex marriage in Northern Ireland, as you said, Pierce. It wasn't even in the Republic. Is there an argument while respecting the religious views of the bakers that if there had been same-sex marriage, if it had been legal, it had been accepted that it was the consensus in Northern Ireland at the time and that they should be forced to get on with us. I understand what you're saying. I don't think so. Though. Well, look, I mean, that in a way, is that a kind of a redundant question because who's going to be printing a cake saying support gay marriage if it, if it is an accepted uh, fact of, of society? And, yeah, but and, and another message associated Look, I, I, I think then, yeah, I mean, look, I think you cannot really have um, objections to settled facts. If it is the case that gay marriage is the law and has become a depoliticized issue and uh, if marriage equality is extended uh, as it has been here and in Northern Ireland as a result of Westminster intervention, then um, I think that's where the objections should stop because you are simply then refusing to acknowledge the realities of the law as it stands. Now, you may not be favourable to that you law. To you might necessarily agree it or agree with it, but um, you can't just blankly refuse to to accept that 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 is the law of the land. On the previous point, actually, about um, like you know settled legal matters. Well, this cake was to be made while you know it was technically a settled legal matter. They, you know, gay marriage wasn't a thing. Just 
while you gather your thoughts for a second, I, an idea just came into my mind and I want to know what you guys think of this. What if today where in Northern Ireland where gay marriage is legal, someone goes into a bakery and has a wedding photo of two men getting married and it says underneath the, the photo, congrats, Sean and Barry, let's say, and they want to get it printed in the bakery and the baker objects to printing this. If the customer is gay, And the message is not one that's a political message. It's a personal message that is celebrating the marriage of a same-sex couple. What what's it's, the situation? It, it, well, I tell you, what, it's, I... it's 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 not disassociable discrimination. It is one hundred percent associated because if this is the couple with their image, their faces printed on it, their celebration of their marriage, it it it's not some generic notion of a gay couple getting married. It's not some abstract concept of marriage equality I tell it you is what personal now obviously we do a lot of speculation on this show but sure look why don't we drive up to Belfast you know when you two <laughs> find your significant others and uh, we can find out by the like, wedding cake in Belfast yeah. by the wedding cake in Belfast we'll go up to the UK Supreme Court and should like get a case of our own what do we think <laughs> that we can cover it on the podcast great idea that's it for this episode of Legally Fund. We've got another textbook giveaway with thanks to Claris Press on our Instagram. It's legally underscore fund. And if you enjoyed this episode, please do leave us a review on Apple Podcasts.